the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is brought to you by Bridgeway Community Church. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's me. How you doing? Theological Thursday. Let's talk theology. Let's go. Live from our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. An expert on race, religion, and relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Our phone lines are now open. 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. That's me. Your bridge building voice right here in the nation's capital. How in the world are you today? Wherever you are, in your kitchen, in your car, maybe in front of your computer, your smartphone, watching me on uh, my socials, uh, Facebook Live and YouTube, at Anderson Speaks is my handle there. And, of course, on the most listened to Christian talk station on the East Coast, second in the entire country, WAVA, 105.1 FM, right here in the DMV area, covering all of D.C., Maryland, Virginia, parts of Pennsylvania and West Virginia as well. So thanks a lot for tuning in. We're a big, we're a big footprint we have, and I'm grateful for it. Well, you've got me for an hour, and if you're new to the show, I'll tell you how we roll. If you're not new, you probably can say it with me. Are you ready? Here we go. Marriage Mondays, Tough Topic Tuesdays, Wisdom Wednesdays, Theological Thursdays, that's today. And then open phone in Fridays. Anything you want to talk to me about tomorrow is fair game. Saturday nights, I've got a special at 7 o'clock you want to tune into as well. Well, today's show is sponsored by Vivint Smart Home. You may have heard uh, my interview and conversation and show uh, with Mr. Al Cooper, who is the regional manager of the whole uh, eastern seaboard here when it comes to Vivint Smart Homes. And I hear many of you had the opportunity to connect with him and even have him in your home or his uh, representative. So I'm grateful. And listen, you can still uh, get the special deals for my listeners. So if you've been saying, you know what, I've, I've got uh, an old system or I want to upgrade my system or I want a new home security system, new cameras, and, and I want it to be a smart home that connects to my phone, my television, all that, then guess what? All you got to do is call the Get Smart with Dr. Anderson hotline, 800-587-1504. That number is 800-587-1504, or you can go to GetSmartVivint.com. That's V-I-V-I-N-T, GetSmartVivint.com. Now, this is a call-in talk show, and today we're talking on this Theological Thursday about the theology of the underworld. The theology of the underworld. What is your understanding of or even your questions about the underworld? Well, I did a Bible study on my Facebook uh, Live on Sunday, so I'm kind of fresh on some of this material, and you might be interested uh, to go back and watch the whole hour-and-a-half Bible study with all the verses and uh, different views if you're interested in that. 
But today, I want to just kind of drop a couple nuggets of what I think is going on in the underworld, and then also what your questions might be. Is hell a real place? What's Hades? What's Sheol? What happened to the Old Testament saints once they died? What did Jesus Christ do when he uh, died and before he rose again? Did he handle business in hell? All that good stuff is what we talked about on Sunday night. And again, you can find that on my Facebook page. But today, if you have a question about eternity, uh, but on the underworld, not the upper world, the upper world is where we're going if we know Christ uh, we ha- and we die in Christ, we are going to heaven and we will be with God, uh, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit forevermore. Jesus will be on the throne and we'll be worshiping him as well as enjoying all the beauty of the new heavens and the new earth. That's the upper world. But did you know there was an underworld? Well, let's talk about it. But first, let me give you the phone number and let's pray. My number, if you want to talk to me about it, is 888-432-7434. 888-432-7434. Or what you could do is you could remember the word bridge, 888-43-BRIDGE. All right, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for the fact that you have saved us from ever having to fear the underworld. Thank you that we have eternal life in you. And I pray that as we go on this theological topic as a journey, that you would go with us. Teach us and inspire us. In Jesus' name we pray together. Everyone said amen and amen. There are a few other ways you can get a hold of me. You can always go to andersonspeaks.com, andersonspeaks.com. Or go to my favorite website, EmbraceGracism.com, EmbraceGracism.com. And uh, today we are talking about the underworld. What is it? Um, first of all, let me remind you that in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, Genesis chapter 1. And uh, he gives dominion to the human beings, Adam and Eve, together to co-rule the heavens and the earth. We also know that there was a tree in the garden that God had told Adam that he's not to eat from, the tree of knowledge, good and evil, and he did. Uh, After his wife, Eve, handed it to him, he was there when Eve was talking to the serpent who was questioning God's command, and she uh, was deceived, though. She bit into it and then passed it on to him. And that entered sin into the bloodstream of humanity. And as a result of that, God did send his son, Jesus, to come into the world to become sin for us, become unrighteousness for us, and to uh, pay the penalty of all the sin, all the death, all the degradation and the darkness that comes with uh, the curse of sin. And he uh, defeated it on the cross. Now, here's the cool thing. When you read uh, Philippians chapter 2, which is known as the Kanao passage or the uh, Kenosis passage, it's basically... Uh, in the Greek language, which the New Testament was primarily written in, it says that he emptied himself and became a man. Well, that is the word kenosis. He emptied himself and became uh, like unto a man. And then in Philippians 2.10, what I want you to hear is what it talks about when it says under the earth. It says, and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to death, even death on a cross. Verse 9, Philippians 2.9, therefore, God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, check it out, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth. Hmm. Every tongue confess. 
that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. So I, I took that phrase. I was really curious about the phrase in heaven and earth and under the earth. So there's a time when the name of Jesus, everyone will bow, every knee in heaven, on earth, and under the earth. So what's up under the earth? Hmm. That's what I want to talk about. Now, this passage is fulfilled in John's Revelation, chapter 5, verse 13. 5.13, Revelation. And before I run to my break, I want you to read this because this is what is so beautiful. So it says that one day every knee will bow, every tongue will confess in heaven, earth, and under the earth. And then it happens in chapter 5, verse 13 of Revelation. Then I heard every creature in heaven and on earth, and here it is, under the earth and on the sea and all that is in them singing to him who sits on the throne and to the lamb be praise and honor and glory and power forever and ever. Wow. Pretty powerful. Every creature in heaven, earth, under the earth. What's under the earth? What's up under the earth? Let's talk about it. Give me a call. would love for you to join his Facebook page and subscribe to his YouTube channel. Just search Dr. David Anderson on Facebook and click like for Anderson Speaks on YouTube and subscribe. They're a great way for you to connect with and follow Dr. Anderson. Plus, you can watch Dr. Anderson's radio program live or search past episodes. 
You can also connect with Dr. Anderson and his sponsors at andersonspeaks.com. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson on Facebook, YouTube, and andersonspeaks.com. Check him out today. Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. To watch on Facebook Live or to view past episodes, visit Dr. Anderson's public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click like. You can also watch live on YouTube. Just search for Anderson Speaks, all one word, and make sure to subscribe. Join our text community and receive a free weekly textpiration from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 97000. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 97000. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's me. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. How are you doing today? It's Theological Thursday. We're talking about the theology of the underworld. What are your questions or what is your understanding of the underworld? Well, we did find out that from under the earth in uh, Philippians 2, that one day every knee will bow, every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord in heaven, on the earth, and under the earth. And what's under the earth? Every creature, every critter, every crawling living and dead thing, everything will bow to him. And we found the uh, fulfillment of that in John's revelation in Revelation chapter 5, verse 13, where it said that everybody bowed <clears throat> uh, in heaven, on earth, and under uh, the earth. So what's up under the earth? Do you have questions about that? Samantha asked the question when it says under the earth, does that uh, not just mean the dead people that are in the ground? Okay, so dead people in the ground, uh, they will bow before God as well because just because you are dead doesn't mean uh, that you are not alive. Let me explain. Those in the underworld are dead men walking. Now, if you're talking about the bodies, that's a different story. Uh, my body will be dead in the ground. When I go to heaven, I go directly up to uh, in the, the presence of the Lord, but my body falls to the ground because my body is not redeemed. My my spirit is redeemed. I have eternal life, which is a spiritual life, not a physical body. And then the body that I will have <clears throat> will be glorified so that when you see me, you'll still be able to recognize me. But the actual material from the earth is back in the earth. So that's there's nothing that's going to happen uh, with that. Although there is a text that says the dead in Christ will will rise. So those who die in Christ some believe that their bodies will then be connected to their spirit when they come back. So that is that is one view. Uh, another view is that those who die during the tribulation period, they die in Christ. So then when Christ comes back, he's getting them a two. Uh, in other words, if you die during the tribulation period, you don't go directly to heaven, but you just are dead. And then when the Lord comes back, uh, he, uh, they rise again as well. There's that view. And then there's another view that basically says all of us, when we die, uh, we just sleep. Okay. We're just, we're just asleep. And then whenever the Lord comes back, maybe comes back a thousand years from now, the next time we open our eyes, uh, we rise. All right. So, um, e either way, as soon as I close my eyes, as soon as I open my eyes, I'm in the presence of the Lord. But according to Luke chapter 16, 
uh, there's a parable of the rich man and Lazarus. And the picture was that in Sheol or in the afterlife or the underworld, which is what that Jewish um, folk understood, that there was another world. Um, there was two parts to it. And in that Luke 16 passage, you had um, the Abrahamic side, all right, which is also known as Abraham's bosom. And the poor man who uh, was a follower of the Lord was on that side. The rich man who did not care for the poor man was on the other side. And there was a great chasm between the two. And the rich man was in such torment, he said to Father Abraham, Father Abraham, just allow uh, the, the poor man to come just allow Lazarus to come and to put the tip of his finger on my tongue with a little bit of water and I'll be satisfied. And Abraham said, I, I can't do that. We can't cross the chasm at all, which shows us that even those in the underworld, if there was a chasm between good, uh, the good side and the bad side, they couldn't cross it. Then the uh, rich man said, well, then send some send Lazarus back to the earth and let him tell my five brothers to basically trust Christ because they don't want any of this down here in this place of torment. Again, Father Abraham said that's not possible. So what do we learn? What do we learn from that parable? We did learn that there's an afterlife. We did learn that um, there, there's not coming back from the afterlife to this world to talk to other people. All right, that is what we learned as well. We also learned from Ephesians chapter 4, after the resurrection, it says that Jesus descended, and what does it mean that he descended except that he had ascended, uh, that he had descended? So it says, let me say it again. You know what? Let me just read it because I'm going to say it wrong. So let me go to Ephesians 4 because this is important uh, for you theology uh, students here to understand uh, what like the Apostle Creed actually says he went to hell. Um, talking about Jesus after, after the death. But this is what it says in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 7. But to each one of us, grace has been given as Christ apportioned it. Verse 8, this is why it says, and he quotes Psalm 68, but this is what it says. When he ascended on high, he led captives in, in his train and gave gifts to men. What does, it, what does he ascended mean except that he also descended? to the lower earthly regions. He who descended, talking about Jesus, <clears throat> is the very one who ascended higher than all the heavens in order to fill the whole universe. So what is this text saying? This text is saying, and this is what many believe, and that is Jesus Christ went to the lower regions of the earth, under the earth, okay, to the underworld, to set the captives free. Well, what captives are we talking about? We're talking about all the Old Testament saints. So anyone in the Old Testament who died, unless they were taking up, taken up to heaven by God like Enoch, are in this underworld, but they're not in this place called Sheol. In the New Testament, it was called Hades. So in the Hebrew, Sheol, New Testament, Hades, that there was a good side and a bad side, but they were all still being held captive in the underworld up until Jesus conquered death. Once Jesus conquered death on the cross, then what some are saying is before he rose again from the dead, he went to take care of business in the lower regions. And so then when he rose again from the dead, not only did he break 
the power of death and the grave, but he also carried in his train behind him all of the Old Testament saints along with the thief on the cross into glory. So this is what uh, this underworld looks like. What do we know for sure? We know there is an underworld. We know that there are angels and demons who are locked, uh, locked up in this underworld. We also know uh, that there are uh, angels and demons that are let loose on the earth. We also know that the top demon is Satan. And we also know that he will be locked away forever one day, but he's not been locked away now. So this underworld is a very interesting uh, place because when we talk about hell, what is hell? Is hell a literal place? Well, again, there's a lot I can teach on this, but I want to give you an opportunity to ask questions. I want to give you an opportunity to interact with the material you've already heard me present. And I want to know what your understanding and uh, of the underworld is, what your questions regarding the underworld uh, is. And I'll continue to give you uh, some more uh, detail on it. But for now, we can say that under the earth definitely means uh, the infernal subterranean world. Uh, and of course, infernal means that world of departed spirits and souls. So, I mean, this is uh, this is kind of movie-ish, isn't it? But the reality is, if you're a believer and you believe in eternal life, that eternal life, you can't say, well, boy, I believe in heaven, but I don't believe in hell. Okay, so why would you believe in heaven? You only believe the good parts of the Bible, but not the bad. You know, so... It's important to understand what all of this means, and I'll have a lot more to talk to you about if you want, but first I want to make sure that I interact with you regarding your questions, and so uh, let me give you the phone number, and then we can talk. My lines are open at 888-432-7434. That's 888-432-BRIDGE. All right, well, 888-43-BRIDGE. All right, let's kick it off in Landover, Maryland with Diana, who's on the line. Hi, Diana. It's Dr. Anderson here. How are you? I'm doing well, Dr. Anderson. God bless you. God bless you back. Thanks for hanging with me today. What are you thinking? Well, Dr. Anderson, sometimes you just get me all riled up in my spirit, and I'm like, <laughs> I got to call. <laughs> I love it. You know, I really did not take Ephesians 6. Seriously, Dr. Anderson, you know, sometimes we can get so caught up mm. in church and religion and the natural things, you know, that we love to do in church mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. until an unclean, sometimes unclean spirits, they knock on your door. That's, those things are the underworld and they can yes. come up and they can harass and they can yes. go back. Yes, they can. I, I had my first unfortunate um, awakening I've called once and said the Lord told me not to marry a certain man, but I disobeyed him. And I know why God told me that, because he had unclean spirits in his life, and God didn't want me aligned up with that. Mm. Dr. Anderson, on my wedding night uh -oh. was when I was introduced to the underworld. Oh, and my. so we went home, you know, honeymoon, and we were tired, exhausted. So we went to sleep. A spirit said through my brand-new husband, I'm going to kill you and we both jumped up in the bed like a three stooges comedy show hmm. because we heard that voice we heard how gruesome it sounded we looked at each other and said 
did you hear that? Mm. And we both looked up and we shook our head up and down like, yeah. Yeah, I ain't going and back I to said, sleep now, tonight. Now, wait a minute. No, and I'm like, but that came from who? And he looked at me terrified, shaking like, uh. yeah, it did. And I'm like, wow. and and then you know, I I I got up because I just could not sleep. He couldn't right. either. I, he was shaking. He was, and, and I'm like, God, what is going on here? What what was that I heard? What uh-huh. what what? Tell me now, God. I mean, that it sounded so. Hideous wow. and gruesome. It was not flesh oh. and blood. And mm. the Lord just calmly told me, that's an unclean spirit that's in your husband. That's why I told you not to marry him. Wow. So that was my first awakening to the power of Ephesians six ten through 11 yes. and how real it is. Because the Lord said, you are not contending with flesh and it's blood. It's flesh and blood. Polities, powers, yeah, rulers. Right. And you know what? They're also assigned to our families out there, Anderson. They sure can be. Hey, listen, Miss Diana, I got to let you run only because this music is up and break is coming. But, man, you, you shared a real experience with us, and I'm sure people are like, yo, hold up. But I, I'm, a, I'm assuming you broke free from that. Hey, listen, I'll be right back, y'all. They're at the start before the beginning of time. Hey, what's going on, family? It's your nephew, Willie Moore Jr., and I want you to listen because it's time now for the Ministry Minute with Dr. Derek Greer. Flat out. I was reminded recently of a time when I walked into the office and just felt like the whole world was on my shoulders. I was facing personnel problems, parking problems, budget problems, seating problems, traveling problems, zoning problems, scheduling conflict, deadlines, family members. The list goes on and on. On top of that, the roof was leaking. I stared out of my window for a moment just to collect myself. Then I thought to myself, at least I have a roof. At least I have a family. At least I can travel. At least I have a schedule. At least I have a church building. At least I have a budget. And when I thought about it, I said to myself, at least I have a job. Colossians 3 and 15 says, And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called into one body, and be thankful. It's funny, the moment I became thankful, peace followed. This is Dr. Derek Greer. For more, go to gracechurchva.org. And as always, live big. Jesus told us that one of the greatest commandments in Scripture is love your neighbor as yourself. It can also be one of the most challenging, especially during these uncertain times. Yet it gives us a unique opportunity to love our neighbors. What if every Christ follower prayed for two other people in the DMV? What if you could help saturate the whole DMV with the love of Christ? Join thousands in the Street Vine Lights Pray, Care, and Share movement. Go to WAVA.com, keyword Vine. That's WAVA.com, keyword Vine. Alexa can play WAVA-FM and hear us wherever you are on our mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, or Radio.com. A lighthouse in an ocean storm. We're 105.1 FM, bringing hope and faith to the nation in the nation's capital. Wake up to WAVA-FM and focus on the family with Jim Daly and John Fuller. Weekday mornings at 7. You're about to hear a commercial for a very unique mortgage team that has a very specific advantage that could save your family monthly and lifelong money. Two things you should know. One, we were started by a dad and his son and his wife and his sister-in-law, and we've grown to be a faith-focused mortgage team that's helping families across the U.S. We're faith and family at our core, and we don't hide it. Two, 
you've still stayed fairly small, on purpose. We're only about a couple dozen people, a makeup that we believe lets us truly know every person that calls. But we also have a big advantage. Our company is a direct lender, which means our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions within its own walls, a reality that often allows us to get you a better rate, which could save you monthly and lifelong money. We are United Faith Mortgage at unitedfaithmortgage.com. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Melville Park Road, Melville, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to animalistconsumeraccess.org. Corporate animalist number 1330. Equal housing lender. I license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, Mississippi, Montana, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. Remember to get your smart home security system while my sponsor is willing to give you all kinds of great deals because you're connected uh, to me. All you got to do is call the Dr. David Anderson hotline for Get Smart, okay? GetSmartVivent.com, GetSmartVivent, V-I-V-I-N-T.com, and they have a Get Smart with Dr. Anderson number. That number is 800-587-1504. I'll give it to you again, 800 800- 587-1504. Give them a call. Uh, tell them that you're my listener, and they'll tell you, well, in that case, we're going to give you a free 4K doorbell smart camera, and we're going to give you two months for free. Hmm. And if you need financing, we can give you financing at 0% for five years. Wow. So this is a great deal, and you better get on it while you can. They may not be my sponsor forever. And so uh, I would say get in where you fit in there. Um, You can get uh, locks and lights and doorbell cameras and thermostats, all you need to make your home smart, connected to the Internet and your garage and your car and your phone, everything. All right? Again, let me give you their number, 800-587-1504. And we are talking today about the underworld. What is the underworld? What's your understanding of it? What are your questions about it? Uh, What happens under the earth? What happens under the ground? And the scripture says that, uh, you know, one day every knee will bow and every tongue will confess in heaven, on earth, and under the earth. That's uh, that's Philippians chapter 2, verse 10. And then in Revelation 5, 13, we see the fulfillment of it where every knee will bow, every knee does bow and worship you know, so it's just it's pretty it's really pretty cool when you think about the fact that every everything, even those that won't bow now, that's why you should bow before, because if you bow before you'll live in the upper world. But if you don't bow before, then when the Lord comes back, you're still going to bow, bow. You're still going to acknowledge uh, that he is Lord. Satan acknowledges it. The demons will acknowledge it. You will acknowledge it. Every creature will acknowledge it. Uh, but then it's too late. You acknowledge it, and then you never see him again because he moves on to the new heaven, new earth, and all the demon and devils are locked away forever. 888-432-7434. Let's go to Oakton, Virginia, and talk to Grant, who's on the line. Hey, Grant, it's Dr. Anderson here. How are you today? Hey, Dr. Anderson. I'm doing well. How are you? Oh, I'm alive and grateful, my friend. Thanks for calling me. What are you thinking? Yeah, well, you know, I'm thinking. Um, yeah, I was I was va- raised very religious, and I've 
come here and there with with some of that, but contextually, I um, you know some some theories pop up here and there, and I'm wondering what you think of uh, you know, specifically around like Revelation, which I was I was actually just reading recently. Um, kind of the theory that the author of the book maybe you know he's on this this island of of Patmos, whether or not he's he's just on a psychedelic trip of some sort or, or something like that. I don't think he was. In fact, I've been to the Isle of Patmos, and I've been to the very cave where uh, they say that he was. It's it, actually the the island there is is beautiful. It takes about eight hours to get there from Athens, but I don't think it was a psychedelic trip. I think that he was uh, uh, sort of imprisoned or banished to that to that isle or that island, the Greek islands. And uh, when he was there, I believe that God gave him this vision about. Uh, the the future and it was a revelation I think that's why they call it uh, the book of revelation and uh, so I believe it I believe it's uh, scriptural and uh, and I believe it connects then with other passages that are not during the same time for instance Daniel so if you read Daniel and Revelation you can see a connection and um, and it's it's really a beautiful thing when you think about it for those who are in Christ it says that there's a day, um, Grant, when he's going to wipe away every tear from our eyes. There's going to be no more death, no more sorrow, no more pain. Uh, and, and, and the old things are going to be passed away, and behold, all things are new. And if he created this heaven and this earth, as beautiful as it is, can you imagine what the new heaven and the new earth is going to be like? I think it's going to blow our minds. So that's my well, thought on it. What do you think? <laughs> well, you know, it, 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 it's an interesting thought um, because, I mean, I don't know if you've had any experience with psychedelics or not, but um, that's a, you know, in, in uh, Revelation, it says he was in the spirit. And it's something yeah. that actually throughout cultures, a lot that that phrase comes up throughout cultures when yeah. people are on these psychedelic spiritual journeys. And it's, it's very interesting yeah. to me that some of that lines up and just the imagery and the book and, and even like the prophets in the old Testament, you know, you kind of, you kind of yeah. wonder whether what was really going on sometimes, well, no, whether or not. Yeah, I get, I get you. Some of them seem like they may have been smoking a little too much weed, you know, and listening to <laughs> Bob Marley a little bit, but at the end of the day, you know, I do believe uh, that the scriptures are, you know, are the word of God and that they were moved by the Holy spirit and prophets were, uh, not perfect, but we're given God's word, and what we see in the scripture uh, is is accurate. And you know, at the, at the end of the day, we do have to make a decision of faith on whether we uh, are going to trust that word or not, if we're going to believe it or not. And uh, where are you at on that? Do you uh, do you find yourself as a follower of Christ, but not quite sure about the scriptures, or do you have not made that decision yeah. yet? You know, I've seen a lot of, um, I've seen and felt and, and been victim to a lot of misinterpretation of, of the Bible and religion in general and mm -hmm. moving away from some of the very strict uh, interpretations of that. I've found myself more in a, a more kind of spiritual sense, adhering to some of the tenets and, and really like getting that from the Bible instead of this legalistic or this very literal more of a yeah. metaphorical type thing that really benefits a lot of people gotcha well hey listen uh i'll talk to you on the other side of the break just hold on for a sec
When asked the question raised by her professor, why are you here at Omega Graduate School? Sebla Diluhailu answered in one of her essays like this. I was not there just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good. The greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think, to understand the times and to craft my way in fulfilling my calling. Sebla Diluhailu, a current doctor of philosophy student from Ethiopia, is a counselor and adjunct psychology professor who hosts a weekly radio show in the capital city of Ethiopia and is an advocate for empowering women and children. What is your profession and how can OGS help you grow to the next level in your graduate education? Dr. David Anderson is the new chancellor of Omega Graduate School, formerly known as Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to OGS.edu today and apply or call 1-800-933-6188. Does your church have legal challenges? McCullum & Associates has experience with pastor church relations, administration and organizational issues, church liability and risk management, and real estate matters. This firm understands the legal aspects of the problems, as well as the spiritual implications of those same problems inside and outside the court. Call McCullum & Associates today at 301-864-6070. That's 301-864-6070. It's Best Buy Waterproofing and Best Buy Design Build. So, who is this superhero guy flying over the neighborhood looking for leaky basements and leaky roofs to repair? Visit BestBuyWaterproofing.com or call 844-980-3707-247 to see what heroic home repair services look like. Basement waterproofing, mold and mildew remediation, structural repair, foundation crack injection, sump pump systems, roofing and gutters, siding and decks. So, you went to BestBuyWaterproofing.com and called 844-980-3707. Who's the real hero now? You are. We've got you covered from top to bottom. At Best Buy, your whole house is our business. Want more Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson? You can now catch Dr. Anderson's half-hour radio highlight show on Saturdays at 7 p.m. right here on WAVA 105.1. You'll enjoy recent conversations he's had with callers to this show. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, Weekend Edition, Saturday, 7 p.m. on WAVA. Check it out. For more information about Dr. Anderson, visit andersonspeaks.com. You've seen it. The orange signs popping up in your neighborhood. Vivint Smart Home is setting up and upgrading new and existing homeowners with the latest smart home security packages. Right now, all of Dr. Anderson's listeners get a free 4K doorbell camera with their new smart home purchase. All in support of smart social distancing. And only through the Get Smart with Dr. Anderson hotline at 1-800-587-1504. View, stream, and manage your front door. Keeping your deliveries safe, all while keeping you safe inside your home. Professional installation, 0% financing, and a lifetime warranty on all of their products. A 
along with fast 24-7 police, fire, and medical response. Call in the next 30 minutes and get two free months of smart home service. 1-800-587-1504. And I'm back. Hello to Connie Robinson. Gary Coiro, Johnny Johnson, Daryl Musgrove, Alana Oswald, and Stell Fail Romero Brown. Not to men- mention Linda Genty Iskerzak and Terry Clayton. Just a few uh, great folk who are on my Facebook page. Thank you so very much. Listen, I was talking to Grant from uh, Oakton, Virginia. So let me go back there. Hey, Grant, you still around? Yeah, I'm still here. Yeah, so I I get exactly what you're saying. You kind of grew up with uh, extreme religious uh, interpretation of the scriptures, and it probably pushed you away a little bit. So you kind of still feel spiritual, but there's more of a meta metaphorical taking of the scriptures. Is that what I heard? Exactly. Exactly. Understood. So, what about your relationship with God? How do you feel about about that, though? Well, I, I feel that it's a very personal thing, and I think what I keep coming back to be, because of what I saw growing up was that, you know, at the end of the day, um, everybody interprets things differently, and, you know, whatever you want to believe about that, you know, men are not perfect. And yeah. so it's hard for me to put all of my faith and trust into people interpreting Scripture, even the Scripture that's written down but been interpreted yeah. so many times and some books were thrown out and some books were kept. And, you know, all of that kind of leads me to believe that everybody kind of has to develop their own sense of spirituality and interpret it in a way that, you know, works for them, but also for the good of everybody else. Well, the good news is that's a good start because you're spiritually open and I appreciate uh, that journey that you're on. And I'd say continue on that journey. Um, if if I could give you some, uh, maybe a little bit of, of advice as you go on the journey, I'd love to do it. Would you be open to that? Yeah, sure. I would say, you know, start uh, getting on your knees at night before you go to bed and just pray and ask God to reveal himself to you and start talking to Jesus and see what happens. Because I I think that, you know, Jesus said that he's the way, the truth, and the life. And if he is, then he needs to reveal himself to you. And here's the thing. He says if you ask, he will. So I have great faith to believe that, you know, as you talk to God and as you – Humble yourself before him by bowing and inviting Christ to come into your life. Say, Lord, I don't really know how you're there, if you're there. There's so many interpretations, and it's all kind of screwed up over here. But would you please reveal yourself to me? Help me to see you. Send me a sign. Talk to me, Lord, about Jesus on the cross and how he rose again from the dead. Help me. And, you know, the scripture says, if you seek him, you will find him if you seek him with all your heart. And I believe that you have a heart that actually desires it, but it's just all this confusion of all these, you're right, I mean, all these churches and all these preachers and and extreme religion, and they mix it with politics. It can be quite confusing for the person who's just like, I just want to know the truth. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So I get you. I think that's the biggest part is the truth. You know, the truth is so hard to find because everybody has a different interpretation of it. And that that I feel like is 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 one of the, the biggest factors um, in my you know decisions in life. And and, you know, just to do what is best for yourself and everybody around you rather than to, you know, strictly speaking, follow, you know, the words in a book. Well, exactly. And so I would say trust that the God of the spirit can touch you 
Uh, the book part will come come later, but you know, scripture comes. The, the the scripture teaches me that faith comes by hearing, hearing the word of God. And so you've heard the word of God, but now the question is, can I believe it? And one of the things that the scripture says is that without faith, it's impossible to please God, because anyone who comes to Him must believe that He exists, and He rewards those who diligently seek Him. So all I would ask you to do is just to diligently seek him through prayer and begin to really say, God, I want to know, open my eyes and show me. And I've seen people do this and I've seen God show up for them. And so, Grant, I'm going to pray that that happens to you, too. <laughs> all right. Well, I appreciate that. I'll, see, I'll give it a try. I'll see. I'll see what comes down the pipeline here. <laughs> Excellent. Well, you know what? If you seek him, you'll find him. He'll reveal himself. He just wants to make sure you really want him. And if you do, he will reveal himself. I guarantee you that, okay? All right, thank you. Hey, blessings to you. Thanks for hanging out with me on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Praise the Lord. Well, we'll keep Grant in prayer as well. As he prays, we'll pray with him. What do you think about that? All right, uh, let's go to Chantilly, Virginia, and talk to Dennis. Hey, Dennis, it's Dr. Anderson. How are you doing? Uh, Good afternoon, Dr. Anderson. Doing well. Thanks for hanging with me. uh, No problem. Yes, I was calling when you were uh, because you were talking about hell, and you know the Bible gives us revelation, mm-hmm. and we we're supposed to be taught not by interpretation but revelation. And what we've been told hell mm-hmm. is, the Bible really doesn't support support it. Mm-hmm. Um, it it doesn't support it. Now I do believe that there is a place of correction, but. Even the Jews, you know, the Hebrews never believed in this eternal uh, fire and brimstone yeah, they didn't uh, have... interpretation. Well, that's because it wasn't it wasn't revealed in the Old Testament like it is in the New Testament. But if well, you if well, you read Second well, Peter two four, it's pretty clear. Have you read that verse? Yes, I, I've been doing this for forty years. Okay, and I was your typical Christian, you know, believing what was said. Okay, but not feeling searching out God for myself. Gotcha. And here, we're supposed to interpret the Bible or understand the Bible from the standpoint of love because right. God is love. Right. But it doesn't, what kind of loving God would uh, would uh, throw his child into hell and let them burn for eternity? Well, he's not throwing One, his children into hell, uh, just to be clear. If no, you could say no, it right, no. he's not throwing children into hell, just to be clear. No, we are all... We no, all there's God's no, created. there's nowhere in Scripture that says we're all God's children. So you got to get that one Did right. God create? Yes, we're all God's Did creation, God? but we're not all God's children. To those who received Him, to them He gave the right to become children of God. Oh, uh, well, John one twelve. Yeah. But I mean, I, that I, that has I, to be a clear delineation because that you're right. If you're saying that God would not cr- throw all creation into hell, uh, that's one thing. If you say God's not going to throw all children, his children in hell, but you got to understand, we're not all God's children. We're all God's creation. Well, you know, we probably need a couple hours to go through. Well, we probably do, but, but uh, I mean, that one's clear. I mean, that one's not uh, up no. for debate. We're, either, we're all God's creation. We're all born in his image, uh, created in his image, but we're not all children of God. you got to become a child of God. That's John one twelve. That one's not even debatable. Hey, listen, I do have to roll, though, because here comes the commercial in like 10 seconds, whether I want it to come or not. Thanks a lot, Dennis.
You know, spring cleaning doesn't just mean the deep clean you do around the house once a year. You may want to do some tidying up for your business's digital marketing, and Salem Surround can help. Whether you're just getting started in the world of digital marketing or already have a plan that's not getting results, we give you all the right tools to surround your target audience and turn website visitors into website leads. Salem Surround provides your business with all your marketing needs under one roof. And face it, in 2020, if you're not effectively using digital media, you're behind the competition and losing sales. Salem Surround will help identify any weak points in your marketing strategy and consult with you to bring solutions that will meet your needs and exceed your expectations. Total market saturation for increased return on investment. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and to learn how we can help place your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surrounddc.com. Surrounddc.com. Connecting you with new customers. I love golf, and I also stink at golf. I've tried it all. The lessons, the special swing contraptions, the neon brush tees, the funny hats, the putting all of my change in my left pocket. I like to say I just happen to have a high golf handicap. My friends would say I have a high talent disadvantage. Hey, it's Ryan. And luckily, while I might be fighting some disadvantages on the golf course, at our Faith and Family Mortgage Team, we're lucky to be able to serve WAVA listeners with a unique advantage. Our team is an arm of a bigger company who is a direct lender, which means our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions within its own walls. And for you, that can mean shorter turnaround times and often a lower rate, which could save you monthly and lifelong money on a new home, refinance, or cash-out refinance. We are United Faith Mortgage. We pay your appraisal fees up to $500. UMC Mortgage Company, Melbourne, New York. NMLS number 1330. NMLS Consumer And refinance. Total refinancing charges may be higher over life of loan. As I reflect on the current pandemic that's making its way through our country, I am reminded of Psalms 112, verse 6 and 7, which says, Surely the righteous will never be shaken. They will be remembered forever. They will have no fear of bad news. Their hearts are steadfast, trusting in the Lord. The psalmist tells us to trust in the Lord because those who put their trust in God develops a heart that is steadfast. So when unexpected events and dreadful news like this coronavirus visits your neighborhood, the psalmist says, don't be shaken or gripped with fear, but rather be encouraged, be a witness and a light in the world. And above all else, use this opportunity to draw close to God. This is Pastor Tim Dates. It's your faith. Walk it out. Hello, friends. This is Janice Fonseca, producer of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I want to thank you for joining us on this thought-provoking radio show where Dr. Anderson creates a safe, uncommon table to build bridges where there's a divide. Because like he says, comprehension begins with conversation. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson is a nonprofit ministry, and it is made possible with generous listeners like you. Will you consider partnering with us? It's really easy. Let me tell you how. Go to andersonspeaks.com and click on the Donate button. Consider giving a monthly donation. If you're a business and want to sponsor Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, email me at info at andersonspeaks.com. Together we can build bridges and have great conversations on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Become a partner or a sponsor and go to andersonspeaks.com and donate. 
Join us again tomorrow at 3 p.m. and Saturday at 7 p.m. We want you to be part of this conversation. We can't do this without you. We look forward to your partnership and sponsorship. Andersonspeaks.com. And thank you very much for your support. You know, Second Peter says, by these waters also the world of that time was deluged and destroyed. That was literal. That wasn't allegory. By the same word, the present heavens and earth are reserved for fire. I believe if the water was real, the fire is real, uh, being kept for the day of judgment and destruction of ungodly men. Uh, But you do not forget this one thing, dear friends, with the Lord, a day is like a thousand years and a thousand years is like a day. He goes on to say, he is patient, speaking of God with you, not wanting anyone to perish. He doesn't want anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. But the day of the Lord will come like a thief. The heavens will be will disappear with a roar and the elements will be destroyed by fire and the earth and everything in it will be laid bare. And so, you know, the scripture teaches us that there really is an afterlife and a place that is hell. Second Peter two, four, listen to it. For if God did not spare angels when they sinned, but sent them to hell, putting them in gloomy dungeons to be held for judgment. I mean, that's that's Second Peter 2, 4, and it uses the word Tartarus, T-A-R-T-A-R-U-S. It's only used at one time in Scripture, and in ancient Greek mythology, Tartarus was a low place, possibly underground, a torturous existence where the wicked were sent to suffer. Now listen, I am not excited to be preaching about hell, but we've got to know that the Scripture does talk about it, and that God loves us so much, He wants to save us from that. And how do you do it? He adopts you as a child of God. You're born again again as a son or a daughter of God. Now it'd be terrible if he locks everybody away in hell, doesn't give them a chance to get saved, but this is why we're here. He, God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever would believe in him, doesn't matter whether you're male, female, white, black, Jewish, Arab, uh, it doesn't matter. If you believe in him, you will not perish but have everlasting life and you don't have to worry about hell. You don't have to worry about fire. You don't have to worry about destruction. You don't have to worry about hopelessness. You don't have to worry at all because you'll be with the Prince of Peace forever. That's the good news. And so I like preaching the good news. I don't like the the bad news, but you know what? You only get the good news when you understand the bad news. And if you preach to people that there is no hell, there's no underworld, there's no other side that's bad, guess what? If you're wrong, they're done for eternity. So maybe we should just seek the Lord and ask him, Lord, reveal yourself to me so that I can know what eternal life truly is. And that life begins now when you trust him. Pray with me to do so right now. If you don't know the Lord, pray now. Say, dear Lord, I want to be saved. Dear Lord, I want you to reveal yourself to me. Dear Lord, I invite you into my heart. Now help me understand what that means. I want to follow you, but reveal yourself to me so I can see my heart and know that I want to follow you. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. 